when the guy, whatever offensive player gets the ball, tight end, running back, it doesn't matter, wide receiver is one, then two, then three, then you got eight hats on the ball. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're converging. They're, you know, first players holding the guy up, the other guys coming to punch the ball out, and you doing those type of things, and that's what that defense has grown into. So now the offense has to do the same thing. They have to grow into, you know, being aggressive, you know, with the play calling from the coaches and making sure they're executing, keeping, you know, mistakes down, fumbling, interceptions, all that is a part of it, going the wrong way, missing blocks, effort-wise. Effort should not be a problem at this point of the year. Mm-hmm. And it should be shouldn't be a problem at any point of the year. Yeah, and I'm not so, seeing an effort problem. Yeah, no, I'm there. not seeing. Yeah. I'm just no, I'm just going down a okay, list. I just want that. I'm just going down a coach's list right. of things. And so, I would say biggest things. Obviously, what had happened in that game and other games is turnovers. Got to keep those to a minimum. But like I said, you do that by sometimes simplifying things. And like I mentioned, just say, hey, just throw it to the open receiver. You know, open to your left, and if somebody's open, get it to them. If it's not, try to. Fast enough, get to your right. If anybody's open, great, throw it. If not, if you have no time to, to scramble, throw that ball out of bounds, obviously towards the receiver, and live to the next down. Mm-hmm. You know, Touchdown to check in, touch, touch down to check down, live to the next down, and then it's only second down and 10. All right, we got now this okay playbook in terms of play calls to find your bevy of plays that can then we can run, run you know, execute. And with, with the young um, freshman, Emmett Johnson, the way he's running, He's poised to continually get better every game. He's having the confidence behind him, running hard. Two weeks ago against Michigan State, 73 yards and some change. Receiving the ball out the backfield as well, catching it nicely. Mm-hmm. This game, over 100 yards rushing and still two or three receptions, if not more, and yards there and after the catch. So a guy that now is becoming that one player. Remember I mentioned a few weeks ago, trying to find that one player that's going to be there all the time that the players – on the team offensively and defensively can look to and see who's going to be there. Right now, Emma Johnson for the last couple of weeks have been has been one that guy producing consistently. And so then on top of that, now we between weeks, I know he got banged up a little bit in the game, um, but there's somebody out there obviously that, that can help out offensively if quarterbacks coming out not real confident, just keep it real simple for them and, for, and really for other players that are having that, that issue as well. Yeah, and uh, that's what gives me hope a little bit. Again, I have no idea who we're going to see roll out there this Saturday. Mm-hmm. But seeing Purdy, I know he threw the pick at the end there, but there was quite a few plays up until that point where he showed some maturity. Uh, the one that sticks out to me where he gets pressure immediately. Uh, does the smart thing. You know, he has the you know the wherewithal as well to get out of the box before he throws it to yep. avoid the intentional grounding. And it was small things like that. Really good. Where I'm really like, smart. okay, way to be aware. Avoid the penalty, um, you know, which maybe <laughs> – Maybe in hindsight, you take the penalty because I doubt we tried to throw it on you know that long of a third down. But nonetheless, right. here's Matt Rule on his thoughts, you know, kind of talking about managing the quarterback room. Obviously, you can imagine there's probably, you know, ups and downs of the seasons with the turnovers going on. So here's Matt Rule on managing the quarterback room. I think you just take it day by day. You know, you get in there tomorrow and you see sort of, A, where is, where is Heinrich at, you know, physically? Um, Heinrich's gift is that he's a dual threat player. And so if he doesn't have the ability to run and cut and do all those things, then, you know, that limits, you know, kind of what he can do. You know, Chuba is getting back to being healthy. And so it was good to see him. It's good to see him have an opportunity to go play. Um, so I think we just kind of get out there. You know, we have to get out back tomorrow and just take it day by day. And I hope that when we get to Tuesday, what we don't want to do is to be, you know, waffling back and forth. We want to have somebody, you know, get the main reps, have someone else get the second best reps and kind of, go from there but I, I i would be lying to you if i told you i knew who that was going to be right now 
So there you go. Kind of saying right there. He has no idea yeah. who he's going to be. You, you're going to have – he talked about it, which surprised me a little bit that, you know, Purdy's still not – despite seeing him getting some reps, <laughs> right. uh, not 100% healthy, really? which, he, you know, he seemed pretty good to me. But really good to me, yeah. Uh, and then Harburg, obviously, we're aware he comes out. And then he didn't mention Sims at all on that one. Obviously, more so just being the healthy quarterback. I think that's what he's talking about, waffling him back and forth. He doesn't want to see – if they're picking their guy – they don't want to see him coming in and out due to no. due to injury no, you know, during practice. Yeah, that's not a good rotation to have mm-hmm. for a game, um, unless you uh, unfortunately is the down to injury thing. But that's the, that would be the only reason why you don't want to be on um, quarterback by committee. No, that running back it works, mm-hmm. and then obviously wide receivers. That's what they've done their whole career. They rotate in and out because of uh, getting you know a rest. But yeah, that quarterback position definitely not same like offensive line. You can't rotate offensive alignment out. <laughs> yeah, no. once there's a starting group, it's the five, and only way that it changes is somebody gets hurt. That's mm-hmm. it. So it's just some positions cannot go under that uh that that phrase. Um, so with that, it's just like you, like he mentioned, just uh gotta wait and see, you know, in terms of injuries and healing and where they're at and what their capacity, what their game load capacity can be. You know, if it's an injury thing, how many plays can Heinrich play? Um, what throws can he could throw and what, what plays he can run with his body and because he's a dual threat like Coach Rule mentioned. So you just got to understand that. Then once, you under, then once you know that come Wednesday, come Thursday, and then Friday, then you can put this is the game plan we got because mm-hmm. this is the things that we could do with Heinrich or whoever's going to be starting um, and what things that plays that we know we can win. We can win on these plays. You know, we got so many of those plays is going to be to Emmett. And and then to the, then getting the ball to the receivers and hopefully it can all work out. So yeah, we do have Milkman chiming in here and says really like Johnson. He hits the holes hard, uh, and that he does. You know, he's not a guy that dances around a whole lot in the nah, backfield. He, he picks a hole it. Uh, and just it. goes through there. And that's one thing I have. You know, Donovan Mariola. He he doesn't get talked about a whole lot, but this offensive line, despite we've talked about the injuries on the offensive end of the mm-hmm. field, but you look at how the offensive line's been able to go in there. Not necessarily give up a ton of pressure. There's been a few times here and there, but for the most part, for how beat up they've been, that's been a group that I've been pleasantly surprised by. You know, two years mm-hmm. under Donovan Riola, you kind of heard Matt Roll talk about that again today. He got a little bit of a rant talking about, you know, we can talk about Satterfield, we can talk about the OCs, you know, Tony White never won, but if we just want to keep firing, you know, our coordinators, where has that gotten you in the past, Zero. especially here at Nebraska? So I think that was a smart move by keeping Donovan Ryle around. Again, it's only a second year in, but I always think that hurt the offensive line more than anybody else. 100%. You know, we talked about the constant turnover, and then we complain about the offensive line's performance, and it's like, I wonder how many techniques they've had to learn, how many how many different setups, you know, whether they're going to man on, zone exactly. block. It just keeps changing with every coach. Uh, and they went to bat for Donovan Ryle. So it's one of those things where I'm happy to see him back in year two, and I'm really pleased by the development. You know, yeah. it felt like with the injuries, Michigan State, a lot of people were kind of coming out the offensive line, I think a little unfairly with mm-hmm. the tackles for a loss. A lot of that was on the edges, and, you know, no one was coming at Fedoni and Borkshire. Right. It was just a rough game for those guys uh, on how they blocked it. We do have one more from Gator. I am terrified to play Iowa's defense <laughs> with our interceptions. That would be an interesting game. But at the same time, if Iowa's offense takes the field, you feel pretty good about our defense getting able to slow down Deacon Hill on their running game. Exactly. And uh, for what was his name again? Uh, Gator from Gator, the Texas. Gator, no fear, man. No fear. <laughs> As a fan, you got to have no fear and belief and support of, of the Cornhuskers and any team that you support as well. So got to have that. And uh, But 
for the players, I know they don't they don't worry about that. They got to go out there and play the game, and that's a game from now, so that's not the game in front of them. Mm-hmm. So they're not even thinking about Iowa. All they're thinking about, you know, grilling up some badger meat right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so that's got to be the mindset. Like I said, you turn the page from this game, you watch film Sunday, today, and then move on and get ready. And so defensively, offensively, understand what has to get done. I, I say correction on Emma Johnson yet. 17 carries, 84 yards, but still. Just short, okay. Yeah, just short of 100 yards. So, But still, I agree, running hard, confidence is there now. When you have that confidence of knowing you're going to get anywhere between 15 and 20 carries, you're going to be ready to go. Because mm-hmm. then you're knowing, okay, they got confidence in me. They know what I can do. They've seen it now for the past, I'll say for the whole season, because he played the whole year. Yeah. Um, But this the last two games, he has been the main guy. And that once you get that main player at a position quarterback running back wide receiver i say in the skill positions then confidence builds and then i say a kind of a normalcy built comes in for the rest of the offense because then now they know how the linemen for example they know how emma's going to hit the hole when they when they block they get to their run fits they know how fast and where he's going to be out on certain plays Mm -hmm. you know if it's iso if it's power if it's out of gun and it's an ISO, if it's out of gun, if it's a power, things like that. So that then is starting to come into effect and also with the quarterback position too. Um, and you were talking about with Dominic, you know, being there. Or Donovan, really, yeah. Donovan, excuse me. Donovan being there as a coach to teach those little things that, that on their side, the offensive line side, about getting to your run fits fast and then securing that block and holding it for a split second. And so having consistency there, keeping him here, that's obviously a big deal. And like you mentioned, it doesn't, it doesn't, worry on a player's mind knowing that okay now we got to adjust to so-and-so who's this guy or oh, he was at Tennessee or he was at mm-hmm. Alabama or he was somewhere else not here and so yeah so that's a big deal and then say for over year over year for a college player was already tough for NFL players and then you're asking 18 19 21 <laughs> 20 year old to do this no that's not that that's not a good deal at all so yeah the, the continuous of coaches coordinators changing out hopefully come this is it this is the end for a long time for these guys, so they could just have their career with one coaching staff. Um, maybe an assistant here or two leaves and comes back, or you know, new one comes in. But other than that, the main nucleus of the coaches that are here are here for four or five years, easy. Mm-hmm. So they then get that consistency because it's there. I mean, it's a different feel. I think I said it in this show, and I know I said it last week. Feels a lot better than last year. You could see the gameplay. You could see their attitude out there on that football field. So it's all positive. Yeah, and again, it's one of those things where it's not great to be have five turnovers, you know, at the no. end of the game. But again, to lose it thirteen to ten, to have this crazy turnover problem, to have this beat up offense that it's just been injury plagued, you know, all season long, and we're still finding ourselves in these games. You don't want to be satisfied with that because that's kind of been the story for a long time. But still, one away from being bowl eligible, yes. I think most people at this point Bowling. in the season. Would have been teetering around five. A lot of people didn't even think we'd be close to getting six. I called it. Yeah, you you were thinking bowl eligible. Oh yeah, I I don't know if I put my thing on the the whiteboard in the back, but I called. I said we're going bowling. I gave up on exact. I I was like between five and eight wins. So I gave myself a wide wide window on this year. We're Uh, bowling, Harrison. We do have Gator chiming in saying, "I'm no longer scared." Thank you. So your speech motivated him up a little bit. There you go. Uh, In which you shouldn't be. These are fun games. I I do love watching the Iowa and Wisconsin games because you just know what you're going to get. That is a physical brand of football, especially it's kind of the last two raw for the big 10 West here as well. It's, you know, you still got a couple games to prove and being able to play that spoiler against a team like Iowa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just year in year out. 
Do you know it. What? Yeah, it, it's totally out there on the table. And especially going into this game, you imagine both teams. It's going to be one of the most tender Nebraska offenses we've we've seen in a while. We'll see what happens at the quarterback position. Yeah. But play style wise, it's going to be a lot of time of possession. It definitely is. I mean, so, you know, we know that the ball is not going to be on from our point of view, from our offensive side. Ball might, might not be in the air a whole lot. Mm-hmm. If it's short screens, you know, wide receiver screens, stuff like that to the running back. OK, but we'll see. We'll just see how everything works out and what's able We'll know what able what's able to get done in practice this week by the first drive. Yeah, I'm weekend. definitely excited for Wisconsin because I think, you know, being a fan, you get to look ahead of here a little bit. But seeing if versus Wisconsin, we can stay on track. We talked about Emma Johnson, what he's been able to do. So much of it just feels like, you know, when you, you get off rhythm, you can't really keep feeding him the ball like you want to because you're looking at, you know, third and 12, third and 14. If they can stay on rhythm versus Wisconsin, feeding Emma Johnson the ball, a little Wisconsin-esque before the fickle error before mm-hmm. he got there. If you can do that against Wisconsin and win that time possession uh, and, you know, capitalize on the red zone, that's been the other problem for Nebraska. When we get down to the red zone, for the love of God, just don't turn it over. That's, that's been right. way too often this year. You know, you think about Minnesota, we lose that one 13 to 10. What did we do in the red zone towards the end of the game? We threw an interception. Yeah. You think about tough. Maryland. What tough. did we lose? 13 to 10. What did we do on our last drive? You threw an interception in the red zone. So you think about those red zone turnovers, especially at the end of the game. This crazy staff for Nebraska, I think it's 29 drives now, uh, nine quarterbacks, and, you know, final drives are tied or down by one. Uh, Nebraska's only won one out of those 29 games. So it's been brutal, right? So yeah. that's, and the turnover margin for Nebraska over the past 20 years is we're, we're about a negative 50 above the next team. Wow. Which is just hard to think of. I want to yeah. talk about that on the next segment because I would love to hear your answer on how the hell that even happens. You know, it'd be <laughs> 50 turnovers ahead of the next closest yeah. team and over a 20-year period. Yeah. If it's a mental wow. thing, if it's coaches, if it's just, it's just a, pure it's, luck. It's all of that. It's all of that. We'll have it's, to dive into that not, one. We can good, uh, layers, layered. Real quick, before we go to break, we, since we might not have time to talk about it on the next segment, did you hear uh, Jim Harbaugh tell, talk to the media telling uh, that should be America's team, talking about Michigan and their win? <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> In the stuff that comes out of his mouth. That's what do, I was Do saying. you want to hear it real quick before we go to break? It's uh, real short. Yeah, we can hear it real quick. Yeah, it'll, it'll make you I'm laugh. It from where I was watching, I was like, how can you not see this? You know, like, you know, these players. I mean, Blake Corum with the, with the, with the nose bloodied and, um, you know, the emotion of the team, the, the, um, the, you know, the perseverance, you know, and then the, just the stalwartness of these guys. I mean, yeah, Watson, I would have to say, I mean, everybody. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. You know, America, America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and, you know, critics, so-called experts think. Um, <laughs> That's it. pretty much it. Quite the salesman. Jim Harbaugh. Definitely. (laughs) But we'll throw it to break here. Uh, I thought that was a good little tidbit from Jim today on the media. But we'll go ahead and get out here. One more segment left on the Amon Green Show. Don't go anywhere.